Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And that makes me your your co-host, Mike. Oh, or somebody else possibly, who knows? I think it's just Mike, right? It is, it is. 99 out of 100. It's me. I think I'll leave uh, like that little, you know, little one percent there in the event that somehow we get shifted into a different, um, you know, space-time continuum, or, yeah, or something along those lines. The possibility is always there. I gotta tell you, I just tying this into something. I have been watching a shitload of classic Doctor Who. Dude, I am so fucking obsessed with that show. I want to buy the box sets, but it's incredibly hard because there's 97 missing episodes between, like, the first uh, four Doctors mm-hmm. or something along those lines, and it makes it incredibly difficult to uh, to watch. I guess they did, like, what do they call them? They did, um, like, animated things. They did uh, some of those, what do they call the, the books with the pictures in it, like, tell a... Pop. Tell us, tell us something they call them, uh, or or something along those lines. Where they do like the pictures, mm. still pictures with the stories and everything, sure, and whatnot. But I have to say, I uh, I am at this point. I have seen the first, second, third, and uh, fourth Doctor, and I believe uh, what Colin Baker is the fifth. Correct. Uh, I am. I have to be honest. I'm is not... he the fifth or is he the fourth? I can't remember. But anyway, I think he's the fifth. He, like, had a very short tenure, but I still think that between he and Tom Baker were two of the best, absolute, out of the, you know, the, uh, what we'll call the classic Doctor Whos. Sure, sure, sure. Have you, are you pretty up to ver, up to speed on the new Doctor fanhood? Like Not the, at all. Yeah, <laughs> um, so, so you've got quite a ways to go before you even get to them. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, I'm, I'm still interested. in the 70s. Like yeah, into the, I'm like very... in the 70s and into the 80s, you know, for some of it. So you and I are opposite ends of the spectrum, whereas that I've never taken the plunge into the old classic Doctor Who stuff. Um, you know, I've always been with the modern stuff. Like, I started watching with the guy before David Tennant. I can't remember his name. He was only, he was only the Doctor for, like, it had to have been... Th- 10 episodes, maybe 15 of them. Yeah, I know the guy who you're talking about. I think that he was uh, for like 18, I think like 18 episodes. Yeah, it was really short. Is where he was at, yeah. And he was a very strange looking guy, too. Yeah, very, (laughs) very like Puma like face. And and lanky, you know, like yeah. like like very very like lithe. Is that the word that I'm looking for here? Lithe. He was like like an attack cat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. And David Tennant was so, but David Tennant was the I think the doctor that had the biggest impact on me, in terms of just the storytelling and his character arc and his per- character, like his personality. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I stopped watching after Matt Smith's character went away um, because the newest Doctor, um, played by. Peter Feraldi, I think. I, I might be wrong about the name. Um, it he was such a severe character that they hammed up the comedy in the uh, writing to, to to sort of balance it out, and it didn't work for me. I was like, this is too wacky. Like, I if in 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 Doctor Who, if it's wacky, the wackiness should mostly come from the Doctor themselves. 
in my opinion. You know, I think that's what worked with Tom Baker, right? Mm-hmm. Is that he's sort of a goofball. His character is sort of goofy compared to other doctors who'd been more stern. Like the first doctor, the very first doctor, because I did watch some of the early episodes. That guy's yeah, as dry stern. as a yeah. He's about as dry as a as a tea biscuit. I would say the first uh, the first two. Maybe the first three, because there was three before Tom Baker. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think the Tom Baker may have been sixth. But anyways, the first three of them, I think, were very, were very, uh, you know, straightforward and everything. I mean, uh, John Pertwee, I think, was the uh, third. And he was, you know, he had he had a few moments of levity where he would, you know, smart off about something like that. But for the most part, they were very serious. Mm-hmm. And I think it would, it'd be, it'd be, it's difficult... It's difficult for me to imagine, you know, like it being like more of a comedy thing. For I, I don't know, like I, I can't do it, like because you know the Tom Baker and Colin Baker were both kind of wacky about it, uh-huh. and I think I would just have a hard time like beyond their wackiness imagining, you know, like it'd be weird. I don't know. Well, the show itself isn't so much a wacky place as it is. It's, no, it's a surreal, kind of bizarro world where any almost anything is is potentially possible you know i remember an episode where they encounter a literal incarnation of satan you know and and it's a damn good episode actually it's one of the david Tennant show episodes um there's so many amazing like concepts and sci-fi tropes that have been invented by doctor who over the years you know, so many uh, things that have been cemented into the cultural consciousness as a result of that show mm-hmm. that people aren't aware of, you know, because they didn't watch the show, um, but have been now made popularized by the new seasons. And now people are going back like you are and saying, hey, I want to watch this thing from the beginning and get a, the full reference. Like, I want the full frame of reference, you know, and you're, I think, going to be so rewarded or so disappointed when you get to the new <laughs> stuff. It's going to be one or the yeah. other because you're either going to have this anticipation for what's coming or and be like, what? Or you're going to be like, all right, I think they're still doing the show justice. And I truly hope it's the latter. I think with, with, each, gen- with each regeneration, I kind of wipe the slate clean and uh-huh. think... Well, it's not going to be the same person. It's, I mean, it's not the same person, obviously, so it's not going to be the same kind of uh, stuff. There's going to be something different about it. So I don't, uh, you know, I don't expect one to be just like the next and everything else. I think they, they, all, they all make changes, and I think the changes, for the most part, are for the better. Do you know the name of the current doctor? I cannot remember her name. I do yeah. not know it. Um, I I wanted to pick up on her stuff, but it was like, oh man, I feel like I just skipped an entire doctor. I should really watch the Peter Feraldi stuff and just, you know, bite the bullet and swat and and and, and watch, mm-hmm. and then and then you know be able to get to her stuff because there is a great there's a couple of great, you know, story arcs taking place throughout that I want to get, you know, some kind of closure on. Um. You know, it's really cool that the master keeps reappearing a time and time and time again throughout the various series, um, mm-hmm. as well. Uh, they're very true to the lore of the show. Like the new episodes, really don't forget the roots 
And I think that's one of the reasons why it's such a popular show is that it doesn't forget itself. It I just don't understand is. how... I mean, we've all been told that if you ever space or time travel that you shouldn't interfere with anything and you should never inter, you know, um, interact with yourself if you happen to run into yourself. Mm-hmm. And I guess because he's a Time Lord, he can do that. Right. But that's, that's a very thin explanation for why it, why it works. Well, it's important to remember that it's not hard science fiction, it's science fantasy. And there's a big difference. Science fantasy allows for these universes to be peopled with all these panoply. Star Wars, Star Trek, even to some degree, is is it borders on star on it borders on hard science, but it's not quite there. There's too much fantasy. Uh, there's too many races. There's too many coincidences. There's too many like neat little things but a lot of like in star trek a lot of their technology is hard science or based in the premises of hard science and then extrapolated mm-hmm. um but you know like when i say like i guess when i say hard science fiction though i guess i mean stuff like you know isaac asmanoff uh carl sagan you know uh, uh yeah. authors who were also scientists or who worked in the sciences you know arthur c clark i think was a it's like a professor of, I don't know, something or another. <laughs> science. He's science. A professor of science. Yeah, you what know. kind of science? Yeah, what do you got? The, you know, the sciencey stuff. Yeah. You know, you know the you... stuff with, like, beakers and test tubes and, and racks and shit like that and liquids going through a curly cue and, you know, all yeah, that business. Yeah, alchemy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the stuff I'm talking about anyways. <laughs> So we were talking earlier about um, spicy stuff. Like you had gotten some oh, spicy yeah. popcorn or something well, like that, right? I have, I have, yeah. I, I actually have two things. Number one, uh, there's like these these bowlfuls, and I don't remember what company makes them, but they're in your freezer section if you're really interested. And it looks like on the box, it's like these, it's like three or four magical, delicious-looking slices of buffalo chicken with macaroni and cheese underneath of it. And I'm like, yeah, that's something I'm interested in. And I'm going to preface this by saying the way I like buffalo chicken is apparently not the way anybody else likes buffalo chicken. <laughs> I don't mind it being hot, but when it gets to the point where it doesn't have any flavor because it's so hot and it's just it's just fucking burning the shit out of your mouth, like... That kind of it kind of loses me a little bit there, you know. Like, I, I I enjoy the flavors of the spices and everything, and I want to be able to enjoy that and enjoy the macaroni and cheese, and not just blindly be eating something that is causing me intense pain in my mouth, <laughs> and you know, and will eventually cause me intense pain in my rectum when I shoot it out because it will come out as hot as it went in, you know. But, I think that. I think that's probably uh, probably uh, intensity masking lack of flavor is what that probably is. Well, I open up the we open up the package right, and it's not like these delicious slices of chicken sitting on top. It's like cubed up buffalo like chicken that's dipped in hell sauce and gotcha. then stuck inside of macaroni. And I'm like, all right, I can probably deal with this. And it smelled awesome when I'm cooking it. And, like, I go to eat some of it, and it was like I um, sprayed the inside of my mouth with something highly flammable and then swallowed a match. 
That was the only way that I can describe what it was like. It was very unpleasant to try to yeah, eat the, this. And I muscled my way through half of it, and I was like, I can't, I can't do this. I eat buffalo chicken pretty frequently, and I eat buffalo chicken flavored stuff and everything, and it always seems like the time that I think it's going to be the best is always the time that it's the worst. <laughs> yeah, it's like, weird. Oh, that was terrible. I'm always su- I I don't know good wing places, so I'm always surprised by good wings. I like I to find. make my own stuff, and it always I mean, obviously I make it the way I like it. Yeah. But even like like Snyder's makes um buffalo chicken flavor flavored pretzels. And you would think, "Oh god, it says hot like in big letters on the front. These are going to be terrible. They're not. They're delicious." They're not super hot. They got a nice flavor to them and everything. But this, whatever, whoever fuck made this stuff here was just like, just go ahead and dump the entire vat in that one bowl. And don't worry about the cheese. And that was how it came to my microwave, you know? It was terrible. <laughs> but then the other thing, uh, those habanero, I, my, my mother gave me a, like a box of, uh, they were habanero uh, cheese crackers, or habanero bacon cheese crackers. And they're just these little tiny crackers. They're, they're adorable. They're like they're like little dollhouse flatbread looking shit. They're they're so cute and tiny. Uh-huh. And like I opened up the package and I, I smelled them and I'm like, okay, these don't smell hot because you know stuff has a lot of you know spice to it. You can smell it. it. It doesn't you know. And it wouldn't have made any difference. I still was going to eat it. So I don't know why I smelled it. I guess it's it's a bad habit that I know pisses off my dad when I smell stuff. But uh, I smelled it. <laughs> I smelled this. And I'm like, all right, I tried one of them. And I was like, that's not, that's not bad. It tastes really good. It's like this cheesy bacon-y, like the bacon smoky flavor really comes out, not overpowering. So I'm like, all right, I throw back a couple handfuls of them. And I'm driving, and I had a nice tea sitting in my console, and all of a sudden my mouth got real fucking warm. <laughs> like, it wasn't an uncomfortable heat. It was actually, it was actually very, uh, it was tasty. It was super tasty. These crackers were made in, like, some... A foreign country. I have no, I can't even remember what country they came from, but they they got the recipe fucking absolutely correct. These crackers are amazing. I have to get the name of them one of these days. I'll have to go look and see what the package is. I don't have them sitting in front of me. I'm talking about something and I don't even have the information as usual. <laughs> um, the worst hot sauce experience I ever had in my life was uh, we. Had, been at a, this was when I was like 19 I guess mm-hmm. and I was I was with a friend and her boyfriend at this other guy's house and they were like oh, I'll try this hot sauce and so they said just put a tiny amount on a pretzel and I was like okay so I put some on a pretzel and immediately like you know just put way too much on it like I should have put like a drop <laughs> But I thought, we're all, oh, we're it can't all be guilty of that. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, oh, I can handle this. It'll be fine, you know. And I had no idea what I was in for, so I <laughs> eat this whole pretzel, and I'm like, I must have drank about six glasses of milk after that. Like, I I I I, I probably hammered through most of his gallon of milk. This dude, <laughs> and they're just laughing at me, and I'm like, oh, I'm miserable. You know what I mean, like that. And I was hanging in there. I was like miserable. But then I went to the bathroom. Uh-oh. Yeah, and I touched my junk. Oh, I knew you were going to say you had it on your fingers still. I knew it. Yep. Oh. Yeah. 
I also touch my eyes. <laughs> so basically, imagine being you pepper sprayed, sprayed yourself, but being pepper sprayed in the, in, the, in the dick and mouth and eyes. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like laying on the couch, like in in agony, and the guys that I was hanging out with decided they didn't like me because I was a big wuss. <laughs> You should have taken and just cut the top of the milk gallon off and just dunked your balls in the fucking milk. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, that'll teach you to give me shit. Yeah, motherfucker, you gave <laughs> this Enjoy shit to me. Enjoy your cereal tomorrow with the curlies in it, pal. You knew what you were doing when you gave me that shit. You didn't like me to begin oh. with and you wanted to fuck with me. They were dickheads anyway, you know. Oh, uh, you, you They were dickheads. Your, oh. You touched your unit with... The fucking hot... Oh, God, I don't even want to think about that anymore. Because that area down there, undoubtedly red and swollen. Just from uh, simply touching it with something like that. Oh, uh, and you, you know what I've heard? I actually was reading on Reddit. This is interesting. The other day, the burn in capicium peppers and other types of peppers mm-hmm. doesn't come from flavor. So even if you were to lose your sense of smell say, due to the coronavirus, mm-hmm. you would still get that burn, even if you lost your sense of taste as well, you would still get that burn if you ate um, mm. capicium. It's the oil. Yeah, there's a, it, it gets into your... It just affects mm-hmm. you differently. It's almost like a neuro... I wonder if it's like a neurotoxin or something. Yeah, it's, it's fucking terrible. I, I you know... Yeah, I mean, you you basically uh, you basically got pepper sprayed by riot police <laughs> that night. I did. I mean, yeah, that's exactly like you did it to yourself too, which is the worst part because you were like, no, no, not just the eyes and the mouth. I'm gonna go hardcore. If only you had touched your butthole with it. Uh. I think that that would have been that would have been like you've reached the apex of of uh, of hot pepper stuff when you touch your butthole with it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, how far can you take it? Like, maybe you just butt chug the entire bottle. Oh, I'm just thinking, like, just You're making contact just... With, with, with the mucous membranes is going to be bad enough. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, taking it like your, one of those little fucking bottles of Tabasco that's always at, like, the pizza yeah, places. The and just one. And just, you know, like, lay, laying back with your legs up in the air and just uncapping it and plugging it right into your butt butthole. Chug it. Yep, butt chug it. Yep. <laughs> Dude, your, ass, your asshole bottle. would fucking swell up to the point that you would not be able to do anything, I would imagine. No. Oh, but it would scream. Go, it would go into your colon. Oh. I mean, the mildest hot sauce you can imagine. Putting that in there, just boofing that shit, would be so horrible and painful and agonizing. <laughs> and we're talking about like the, you know, Death Valley habanero, like, you know, ghost fucking pepper. ghost pepper. Uh, you know, all 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 stops are. You know, here, fucking hot sauce that you get for like. Yeah. Everything is hell you know, from this for, point for forward. For jokes. Like, you get it as a fucking joke. You don't actually eat that shit. No one eats I that shit. I know people. I know people that eat that stuff. There was a. Um, one of my bosses, there was. Uh, in Hummelstown, there is a wing place, and he used to order their suicide wings, which wow. is basically. They would take, like, the shit that they were. Like, they would pour the sauce over, and it would all go into a pan. 
mm-hmm. and they would mix all that stuff together and then put the hot, 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 hot sauce on it also. Wow. So you would get like everything mixed together, and he would eat them like they were nothing. I got Jeez. like I got like threes one time back in the day. Now now I could probably handle them, but back in the day I got like he went to order me ones and accidentally got me like threes or fours. I don't remember which it was on a scale of one to ten, so I was close to the middle. Uh huh. And um, I I didn't even get any of the wing in my mouth. Like I got some of the sauce on my tongue, and I was like. In, like, a cartoon, I was fucking running with flames shooting out of my mouth and grabbing fire extinguishers and water and dumping it and, you know, that, that's, that's what it <laughs> looked like. like. I was like a goddamn cartoon. Off. Yeah. It's like an that alarm going off in the background. <laughs> <laughs> that was also one of, the, one, of the few, one of the times that I learned you don't get fried chicken from a Chinese restaurant <laughs> because Chinese restaurant fried chicken always has pin feathers on it somewhere. Yep. And it's yep. unnerving when you go to eat it and it's got fucking feathers sticking through the breading and everything and you're like, "Ew. Look, it came with things to pick my teeth with." Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's the way that they prepare it. I don't know why they don't value that particular thing like we like our shit to be really sanitized. You know what I mean? Like it's and not going to hurt you. <laughs> yeah, and hairless. Yeah. It's not gonna hurt you any, but you know what I mean. Like no. we're, it's we're, just it was not appetizing at we're all. We're squeamish. We're very squeamish in this country, though. You have to admit that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Chi- I mean, China has a foodstuff uh, oh. variety that is much wider than ours. Much even, wider than ours. Even some of the areas, if you go out of the Northeast, um, people do stuff like. I'll never forget there was a show that was on not too long ago, and the uh, the dad was like this barbecue guru. Uh-huh. And he was doing a hog. And the one little kid's like, Dad, can I have one of the eyes? And he's like, oh, sure you can. He pops the eye out of this hog, and the kid sat there and ate it. I'm not joking. I don't, I don't like, get barfy a lot about stuff. I dry heaved when I saw that kid eating an eyeball. It was on TV. It wasn't even in front of me. And I'm like, <gasps> like I was I was dry heaving as he was eating it. And I'm sure it was cooked and it probably is not terrible tasting, but it made me physically ill to watch him squishing. Because he's like, oh, it's squishy. <laughs> like as he's eating it. And I'm like, uh, see, <laughs> I'm know? having problems with it and I'm not even seeing it. I'm, yeah, I'm you, having... you didn't even see it. And I'm telling no. you. <laughs> If I ever saw the the ad, I think it was like I think it was Wife Swap or one of them that had the kid on it, and I was like, "This episode is ever on again, I will turn it off." Now what'll really happen is I'll be like, "I gotta see if I can make it through this kid eating the eyeball again." But still, when it I was, was oh, it was it was disgusting. When I was in kindergarten, this kid from like, I don't know if they they were just an older kid from from as far as I know they they were two distinguishing groups that besides other kindergartners and those were big kids and adults and i didn't know quite where the line was between big kids and adults all i knew is that you know some big kids came up to us Mm -hmm. and they had a napkin in their hand they said you want to see a real eye and i was like yeah and they lifted up the napkin and there was like a fish eye or something uh just in this napkin Hmm. and then i gagged and I became super, super weird about that kind of shit for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I, have a, I have a guy that I used to work with who had a glass eye. 
and he would tell us all the time because uh, you know I when I when I was a kid I thought glass eye meant like the entire eyeball. So did I. But the reality of it is, is that when you lose your eye, there's like a muscle ball in there, and it's usually like, like almost like, a, like a lens, not really an entire eye. It's like a half of an eye or it's like, something. Almost like a shield. Yeah. In shape. Well, he yeah. he used to tell us that he would take and go to bars and like drop his eye in somebody's beer, and then they'd have to let him drink his beer. And I'm like, that is a good way to lose your other fucking eye too. Yeah, really. Like, if, if I'm sitting in a bar and somebody dropped their eyeball in my glass, my initial, you know what the first thing I'd say would be, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and then when he's like, ha ha, now I gotta drink your beer, I'd be like, ha ha, now you gotta drink my fist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, who does that kind of shit? Because he would tell us that he does this, and I'm like, how have you not gotten every single one of your teeth knocked out of your mouth by now? Because if you're telling me that you do this, you've done it a bunch of times. <laughs> How have you avoided getting your clock clean? Unless you must have found the happiest fucking drunks ever. I don't know, man. I sometimes I wonder how certain people survive in the world. I just watched a video on Reddit the other day of a guy uh, and his girlfriend on a motorcycle, and, and it cuts in right when they're at the stoplight. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know what took place before that. But this guy gets out of his car and he looks like a big old troll. And he comes up to the guy. He's like, yeah, he's like, you have a problem? He's like, yeah. And he punches the guy in the helmet. <laughs> and I'm like, who the fuck punches the guy in the Who punches a helmet? Right? Uh, I, so, you know, it's rage. Yeah. So then he's he, he does that. And then the girlfriend gets off the car, off the bike, and starts to uh, get in his face. And he shoves her. And the guy's like, get the fuck away from her. And he ends up, this guy tries to punch him again. He ends up throwing him down on the ground and holding him down. And he's GoProing the whole thing. And he's like, Of course. He, he, and he's like, He's like, Why are you attack? Why did you hit me? Why did you attack me? It's like, You cut me off. It's like, I cut, I cut you off. He's like, yeah. He's like, so you decided to hit me. That seemed like a good idea to you. And the guy just closes his eyes, <laughs> and like he's like this, like maybe it wasn't a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I just came to and you, you forced me to have an epiphany. Yeah, my goodness. Yeah. Later, apparently, the later on, like the story goes on that that uh, he admitted to the officers that, yeah, you know, he realizes he was a little little unruly but he in his defense he had had four glasses or four shots of whiskey beforehand let's also be honest he punched the guy in the helmet so he didn't harm anything but himself yeah yeah <laughs> he should have headbutted him someone on reddit <laughs> someone on reddit said he might as well have punched the bike i was like oh god that would be more damage to the bike than punching the helmet i'd rather someone oh, punch the man. helmet Kick the bike, bust his toes, you know, punch yeah. the bike, break his hand. This was kind of a no-win situation from the very beginning for the angry guy. Well, see, there and are that's tons the thing. of videos of people getting pissed off at guys on motorcycles. Just look it up sometime on YouTube. Tons of them. Oh, dude, that's one of my hobbies is watching that kind of shit. Yeah, but I, I mean, I don't, I, I like, I like watching people get into altercations. I like people. Getting heated. It's entertaining. It's like it's like uh, fight porn, basically. But <laughs> I myself am not given to throwing bows. I 
I know there are people who are, and I don't judge them for doing that, but that's not my way of resolving situations because I always assume that I'm either going to get my ass beat or someone's going to shoot me in the face. So, you know, for yeah. me, it's just like uh, I take the pacifistic approach and, yeah, you can call me a pussy if you want, but I don't really give a fuck. I'm not going to fight you about it, that's for sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pussy, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm a huge fucking pussy. Oh, my goodness. That's why, as a motorcyclist, I am always uh, extremely careful and as courteous as I can possibly be. Now, I will say that 99 times out of 100, um, well, I shouldn't even say it's nice, probably about 80 times out of 100, uh, the people are the same way. But every time you go out to ride, I guarantee you there is going to be at least one idiot that climbs up your ass. It's funny because when you're riding a motorcycle, people bitch when you go fast, but they also bitch when you do the speed limit. And you can't have it both ways. Either I'm exceeding the speed limit or I'm at the speed limit. That's, you know, you want me right. to go faster or I do the speed. So I just go the speed limit anywhere. I have a cruiser. I don't have to worry about it. I'm not in a fucking hurry to go anywhere. So uh, that's what I do. And it never fails. The one road by my house, every, every year it happens at least a couple of times where... I look behind me and there's nobody and I'm doing 55 and I'm coming up towards my road and next thing I look in my rearview mirror and there's somebody fucking steaming my back tire and I'm like seriously I had a guy almost knock me over a couple years ago and then I almost dropped my bike because I was flipping him off and my bike kind of twisted and almost fell on me and I ended up like twisting my ankle so uh, yeah I got the best of that one I showed him as I limped back down the road. <laughs> Nothing is worse than expressing rage in some way or another in a traffic situation and then getting having to either eat crow or get stuck Instant at the light with the person. Instant fucking comeuppance, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, like when you ride someone, because you've just had a shitty day, and they've been mm -hmm. riding your ass, and you fuck with them, and you fuck with them, and you fuck with them, and then you both get stuck, stuck at the same red light, and they're right next yep. to you, and you're just like, I'm not gonna make eye contact. I can't look. I, I had a woman. I had a woman one time. I had my kids in my truck years ago, and she was doing something. I don't know. She was like fucking. She like brake checked me or something like that. And I wasn't really that close to her, but I was heading to the hospital. Uh, to I don't remember if it was when we had my. I think it was when we had our youngest, and we were going over to see her. And I'm kind of in a hurry, and she's kind of holding me back. And we end up getting stopped at a light together. And she proceeded to sit there and laugh and point at me in front of my kids because I was yelling at her. And I never felt so humiliated in my entire fucking life. I was, I felt so small, and it just made me angrier. <laughs> I like, I was like red faced, fucking spitting and foaming at the mouth and everything else. By the time I pulled away from that light, and she just sat there and laughed at me. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about it now, it's pretty goddamn funny. It is hilarious. And now, was I mean, totally, totally. She was on fucking par. She did exactly the right thing to infuriate me to a level that I have not seen to that point. <laughs> <laughs> But I can laugh about it now. That was that was uh, you know probably what fourteen years ago something like that. So you yeah, know. yeah. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny the shit that like that I did 
in the past that I look at now and say, I'd beat the shit out of me for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have, I like, have a it, ton of examples of that. Yeah, it would, it would be a beatdown. It would be a beatdown. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and welcome to Predictive Text Theater. In this episode, a dentist and a patient get into a minor disagreement about an insurance card. Hello, how are you, and what are you here for today? My team and the skies were so good, and the sound was good, and the skies were warm, and it was posted on a stick. Oh, oh, you're regretting it now because you have a good time to get me a little more time. Regrettably, you're doing okay. And you're welcome to come by tomorrow and have lunch. If I can say for myself, I will freely admit that you found your best friend Volumthamp and find yourself hanging above the tavern. I am... I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to go on the phone to get the dogs in. Additional information about this project is attached to our current homepage. Uh, oh, oh. You're not doing anything wrong. I guess that's why you gotta. You know what I mean? Just checking to make sure you received my previous email regarding my order for the good thumbs up smiley face. <laughs> yes. I can still get the dogs out, and I have a few things you can bring them. Oh, we're going to have to fill that. Just let me know if it hurts. The dogs were not allowed in the dog wards. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it up to the end of the day, and then we have to go to bed? Open mind, and you realize how much you mean to the people who are not on the same page as you. Teamwork and I have been uh, working for this week, and this is the best thing for you. Just, just let me do it. Uh, I'm gonna need you to rinse and spit then, at your earliest convenience. If you're interested by the mountain and the treasure by the mountain of love and the village of the city, you'll find hmm. the most beautiful place to live. Well, that's good information to have. You know, I was just saying to my secretary earlier, um, <laughs> phones are not doing anything wrong, but I'm sure they can make the same mistake. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why, I've never been very consistent with this new kitten that has never found their true calling. Oh. Well, sometimes kittens are like that. Oh, I forgot. The billing department called me. I need to change my card with your office for my new insurance. Ah, ah. We'll have to, we'll have to take care of that then. But I have to address something really quickly because nowadays the living in my thoughts are not really a good idea for me. My you know? Yeah. My insurance is not policed at all. Now, speaking of insurance, <laughs> I 
The insurance company has a lot in my car. And that is not really a problem for us, but I'm not sure if it'll work. Go through through the next portion of the month so that we should think about it. Well, I really just want to talk about dogs, and I don't understand that. Yes, I can still get my hair done tomorrow morning. I'll let you know. I like for me a long sandwich. <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't? I think you might want to uh, hold off on that, though. Because, yeah, well, uh, the reason why I say that is because the missile defense and the camera that is now available <clears throat> to see the worst of it is being used as a weapon. Huh. You're going to need a filling. Another one. What have you been eating? <laughs> Boiled limes. Boiled limes. Makes mm -hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Helping me with this process takes days. However short or long term is the most important task that has been using the internet. Hmm. Boiled limes for lunch? Okay. I'm down for that. Pretty much the only thing I eat. Boiled limes is an excellent resource for all the best and greatest heroes of all time. Hmm. Now, I'm going to need you to uh, just go ahead and keep these cotton balls in your mouth. Um, but these cotton balls are not really big enough for you. But it's just like the one that I have. Just like the one that I have. So you should be okay. This is something that I cannot do with you. One day you will keep such memories to yourself. Okay. Something, to, something for me to think about. I can, uh, I can appreciate that. You know, that tasted good, but the other ones, they're there for the kids, so don't touch them, okay? Okay. Yeah. I think we're about done here. Um, so let's make sure that we get those insurance cards taken care of. I like the idea of having a nice time with you. This isn't really a funny story. I'm gonna I'm gonna warn you ahead of time, and everybody that's listening. It's I mean it is it, it, it is but it isn't. So I had to take my son somewhere, and we were gone for a couple hours. And I come back, and my significant other is like, "Oh, you'll never guess who was just here." And of course, my mind, what the hell was that? This is my dong hitting your face. Oh okay. I didn't realize my face was metal, but that's cool. Um, yeah, and I'm like, okay, like well, I don't know. Like I guessing. built a metal effigy out of you, <laughs> from uh, of you out of various like PC parts. Yeah, it's like PC parts and stuff. <laughs> it it bears a great likeness to you. His beard is made of like cords, like USB cords. Oh, that sounds awesome. I did trim my beard down a little bit, so it's like I, the sides are shorter, but I got a real square thing going on the bottom. It's a little gotcha. bit, you know, longer that way. But um, and I'm like, I don't, I don't really like playing guessing games. I'm like, I don't know who. The Humane Society was at my house today oh, because no. somebody a couple weeks ago anonymously, I'm guessing, because they don't ever tell you who it was. Uh, told them uh, several things. That I, I have my uh, my Pity Boxer mix and my uh, German Shepherd 
Pity Boxer mixes an elder. She's probably, I don't know, 10, 12 years old now. And my uh, my German Shepherd is only, what, two, I think, or something along those lines. And they told them, A, that they didn't have any shelter, B, that they didn't have any water available, and C, that they're out 24 hours a day. We never have them in the house. Now, I need you to know that since before we even had the dogs in the pen... Oh, there was always a bucket in there with water in it. In fact, a heated bucket, as we speak, which has been in there since, oh, uh, the end of summer. I put it in there. It wasn't plugged in until it got cold, but a heated bucket. They have a dog box that has been in there the entire time that they've been using this, this run that I have for them. And I just put a new roof on it, <laughs> like, a couple weeks ago. And... If you stop by at random times, especially in the evening hours, my dogs are not out. So there was like everything was demonstrably false that this person said. So this poor uh, soul from the Humane Society the investigator had to come out to my house and basically pulled up into our driveway, looked at everything, got out shaking his head and chuckling and was like kind of to my significant other like, yeah, you're never going to believe this. And proceeded yeah. to tell her the story as he's looking at everything that this person said, with the exception of the dogs being out 24 hours a day, is demonstrably untrue to the extent that he could... I mean, he could to, to an extent, I guess you could say, he could even look at the pen and see that my dogs have not been out 24 hours a day because there are very few footprints going along inside the cage. Inside the run, rather. It, it's a big run. You've seen the fenced area at my house. Yeah, and uh, the snow has been in there, and they have not, <laughs> because I don't put them in there when it snows like this, and and when it's cold, they go out to go to the bathroom, they come right back in the house because I'm a responsible dog owner. I'm not a dick. Yeah. And yet somebody, some busybody, fuck, felt the need to report this, and the guy's like, "Oh well, think of it this way: somebody cares about your dogs enough that they were concerned for their health and safety." And um, I just thought to myself, is this what they would say to somebody? Like, oh, you know, think about it this way. This person cares enough about your children that they called and made a false claim to children and youth about you. Yeah. And we're going to be in your life for the next six months because of it. You know, like, because I know, and I have nothing to worry about because, you know, we don't do any of the things this person said. But who had the balls to be like, yeah, their dogs are out 24 hours a day. My dogs have net. well, I'm sorry, that's a lie. During the summertime... When it was cooler at night and and everything, they didn't want to come in, so we did leave them out overnight for a, like a couple days during the summer. It was very few days, though, and they always had water, they've always had shelter, they've always had food. My dogs are not, you know, injured or hurt or malnourished in any way, shape, or form. Right. And yet somebody felt the need to just lie, blatantly lie about this. Yeah. Well, it just irritates my... me. I used to let my my dog Laurel, the old husky shepherd mix, yeah. mix stay outside. I mean, I I've I'm strongly against ninety nine percent of the time. I'm against letting your dog be outside for long mm -hmm. periods of time, uh, especially unsupervised. But she was pretty good about it, and she would just she just wanted to be outside. She especially in the winter, she loved cold weather. And that was just her breed. 
My um, dog Buddy, remember Buddy, the one that ate the uh, the wheel well and the wiper blades off of your car that I was uh, fixing way back in the day? Yep. I tried to put him in the house, and he went ape shit and made himself sick because he didn't want to be in the house. Yeah. Now, he had, like, a fucking dog box that had wood chips piled up like you wouldn't believe. He'd come out of there, and he'd be warmer than I was in the house. You know, that was just the way he was, too. You're talking about Laurel. Buddy was the same way. He did not want to be in the house. Just yeah. absolutely did not want it. Loved it when it was cold outside. Would lay out on top of his box. If it was too cold, he'd go inside of his house. And his house was like you'd go in and, and off to the side, and there was a partition inside of it and everything else. <laughs> Dog had a nicer place than my first, like, three apartments. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking busybodies, man. I mean, I don't get it. And, I mean, again, the the dude from the main site, he was just doing his job. And he was cool about it, apparently. I wasn't here. Everything I'm getting is, you know, secondhand. But uh, if he had been a dick, I would have known about it. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, he was just like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> and then he's like, well, we did get this complaint two weeks ago. And I was like, why, Garrett? And I'm sending to my significant, I was like, I hope you made him aware that that this has been the way that it's been out here, you know, since we opened up this pen, that the doghouse has been in there, that they've always had a bucket and everything like that. Like, this isn't the way that we operate. I don't put my dogs out here to be a dick and be like, oh, you're being punished. Go out in the yard. Right. You know. Right. You're giving them an opportunity to spend time outside without having to monitor them completely, which is totally okay you know and and my my shepherd fucking loves it this i mean uh she goes out there and, and loves playing in the snow we have to we have to make her come back in right right <laughs> you know yeah. my uh my, my pity boxer mix not so much maybe but uh the two of them are you know joined at the hip so where one goes the other goes and that's just the way that it is and you know i i just i i i I don't know, like, I see a lot of worse stuff going on around here that, not at my house, but you know what I mean, like, around the neighborhood and stuff, Mm -hmm. that somebody could be worried about instead of busting my balls and not even knowing what they're fucking talking about. I mean, it's just, like, like what's next? I'm going to go out there and have to worry that somebody's going to try to take my dogs because they think I'm doing something or they have some weird thought in their head? Because I can guarantee you that they are not going to get into anybody's vehicle or go with anybody kindly. I, I guarantee it. Right. My, I've watched my dogs with other people. They are not friendly. You know, unless I come out or my significant other one of my kids goes out and says, oh, it's okay, don't worry, you know, then they'll calm down. But yeah, you're going to get your fingers bit off. So whoever it is, if you're listening, if you can hear me right now, don't fuck with my dogs. I don't want to have to settle a lawsuit because you got your hand bit off. Yeah. Because you're dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, did you know, interestingly enough, did you know that any attempt to, for example, let's say that there's a puppy mill. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, you, as a person who protests puppy mills, decides to go onto the site and take pictures Mm -hmm. or try to set free those animals, that's actually considered a terrorist act. Mm, That's interesting. Did you know that? Yeah, I found that out when I volunteered. I found that out when I volunteered for a pet, uh, uh, a puppy mill uh, rescue uh, place before I started working for 
my current employer. So this was about five and a half years oh. ago. So and, I thought of something uh, else. I didn't really, I didn't really spend much time volunteering with that group. But the time that I did spend, that was some one of the things I learned is that they always said, you know, because people always get very. Um, did you just cock a pistol? What the fuck was that noise? Uh, that was me opening on my phone case. Okay, it sounded like a fucking pistol being cocked. No, it wasn't. It was Velcro. Gotcha. I'm cocking my Velcro pistol. Ew. You better watch yourself. It's all floppy. I will shoot you, <laughs> I will, I will shoot you with some form of fabric adhesive. It's, <laughs> it's scratchy and floppy. But uh, anyway. Okay, closure. Yeah, like like uh, apparently, you know, people get very passionate about saving oh, animals, yeah. and understandably and I, so. I can dig that absolutely. I'm yeah. I'm with you 100. percent If I was a loser that was doing this shit, you know, yeah, yeah. I hope they fucking tell on me, but I'm not. Well, you know, I don't know, man. I wouldn't take it super personally unless it keeps happening. You know what I mean? Well, like, I mean, we'll, we'll see. The the other thing I forgot to say that they that they told the guy was that I leave and I leave them like we leave the house and go places and just leave the dogs out in the yard. Well, I know that's bullshit. And I'm I, like, I I don't fucking we don't do that either. In fact, we said you know since the pandemic, there's very 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 few times that somebody's not here. Yeah. Because my youngest doesn't go and she hasn't been out in public since March. Yeah, you know, and so somebody's and always not here leave, with her, and you're not going to leave her alone. No. Yeah. Absolutely so. not. And the same thing with the dogs, and I'm like, wow, this person really put a lot of effort in. One thing that was troubling to me though was that he was like, it was two weeks ago that they said something, and I was thinking like, boy, they sure don't move really quick. But then I realized the poor guy that showed up here has to do three counties, and uh-huh. I can't imagine the workload he must have. It must oh be God. staggering. Yeah, three counties? Three counties. Wow. And I can imagine, you know, Dolphin, Lebanon, Lancaster probably. That is a massive, massive amount of land. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's a lot of area to cover. Yeah. So yeah. someone like that, someone like that is so overworked, they probably, and they have to take every complaint seriously. Oh, they yeah. can't. They can't just say, "Well, that sounds like it's fraudulent," or "That sounds like it's just someone being, you know, aggr- uh, passive aggressive towards their neighbor." We have to check it out every time. Well, I am going to be passive aggressive, and I'm, I'm not. I'm not taking it any more seriously than I have already. But I'm putting up a sign that has hours of operations for the dogs down in my yard, and when we bring them in for the night, there's going to be a sign that I hang on the thing that says like. Went to bed, be back at, and has, like, the little fucking clock on it. Uh-huh. Just for, just just to be a dick for a little while, I'm going to hang that stuff down here. <laughs> That's funny. And be funny. like, dogs do not provide a 24-hour service. <laughs> 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 or 24-hour exterior service. I don't know, something well, like that. I'm still working on it. I'm just like, what do they think you are? Fucking, you know, Joe Exotic? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Some, Sometimes I feel like people just don't have anything better to do. Honestly, it's like they yeah. they they see a sliver of information and they extrapolate it into this whole thing, and they make this 
this this fiction up in their mind and make it into reality, and then they report it to people and say, yeah. "Oh, they're doing this and that." And, well, no, they're not. They're not doing that. They're I not doing anything like to, that. I chalk it up to it being uh, either one of several neighbors, uh, two of whom, two of the households whom have dogs who frequently run away. So them saying anything would be laughable, and one who, I don't know, the guy's just a fucking weirdo. And if he hears me saying this, I don't give a shit. I tried to take him his mail one time, because it was in my mailbox. And he, like, fucking gave me shit and acted, like, indignant. Like, just put it in the, just put it back in your mailbox with the flag up next time. And I'm like, bro, I'm your neighbor, and I live, like, 50 yards this way. It didn't hurt me to come down here and bring it to you. But he apparently didn't want me to bring it to him. It's either one of them... Which, again, would be laughable because two of the households can't control their dogs. <laughs> and they're in my yard, you know, one of them at least frequently. Or there's a guy that drives up and down the road here that is... He's very interested in the eagles that live at the end of the road. And uh, he always seemed very nice to me, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to worry about it any more than that. I'm stuck on this guy who won't give you the time of day because you brought him his mail. Yeah, like, I mean, fuck that like, guy. Fuck his mail. What, what I'll, I'll piss on your mail neighborly. and throw it on his porch. Yeah, you I'll know, piss I mean, on your well, mail, throw it on the fucking porch. I never, I never fucking did it again. I can tell you that. I like, I literally, I got like, I got like a handful of his mail. I'm not talking just like one piece. I got like four pieces at the on the like in the same day. And I said, oh, I know where this this guy's the one that lives right down here at the corner. I was like, I just, I just roll down there and give him his mail. You know, I'll be cool, because if somebody, like, if I got stuff in the mail and somebody was like, hey, we accidentally got your mail, I'd be like, hey, thanks. You know, that's like a normal reaction to it. Mm -hmm. He seemed put off like I brought him a fucking, you know, uh, like a chopped off dick in a fucking plastic bag filled with shit. That's what he acted like I handed to him. (laughs) And I'm like, wow. Like, I was just trying to think of, like, the most off-putting thing I could probably hand you. You know, but, um, yeah, that was exactly the look he had on his face and, like, all indignant to me, like, like I had done some wrong to him, and I'm like, okay? And then one of my, uh, one of my parents' neighbors, because we all live in the same area, uh, had said, like, oh, you know, so-and-so needed help because their basement flooded, and it was that guy, and I was like, yeah, fuck him. <laughs> no offense, but fuck him, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'd go to yeah, help him out, him. He'd, and he'd be scowling at me the whole time I was doing it, you know? I can't fucking believe that you're hooking a sump pump up and draining my basement, you prick. Yeah. <laughs> fucking. Where, How dare you help these... me? I just don't understand that, man. I, I don't understand a lot of things, though. I I watch, I, I just don't understand the irrationality with which people operate and, 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 you know, comport themselves. Like, I watched a video of this guy who... Turned around at corner in his car and got cut off by this guy barreling out of a fucking alley at, at like top speed. The guy beeps mm-hmm. the horn. The guy pulls over and gets out with a fucking glo- uh, with a, a fucking golf club and gets ready to pound the shit out of him. Luckily for the guy in the car behind, uh, a truck rolled by right then and rolled through a puddle and just blasted this guy with water <laughs> and and the guy the other car you know took that moment 
of distraction to drive away. But this guy was ready to pound his head in with a golf, a golf club. How, I mean, how does like, that make any sense? That is not a cause and effect that that fit together. No, they don't. That person was obviously on something. Yeah. You know, that was like, that person was on something. You know. I've that, overreacted to things in my day. You've seen me overreact to things, I'm sure, in the years that we've known each other. I have never gone like if somebody brought me something i'd be like oh thank you so much i would never be angry like (laughs) those things don't go together they just don't if somebody brought me my mail i'd be like hey cool my neighbor that lives above me they get shit of mine delivered to their house constantly and they call me and say hey we got something up here for you and every time i'm like hey thanks i'm never like hey Fuck you. Why don't you call them and have them come and pick it up, take it back to their distribution center, and then bring it back to me later? (laughs) I don't have time to come up there and get my valuable package from you. And fuck you, by the way. I mean, that's, that's mighty fucking neighborly of you. Mighty fucking neighborly of you there, pal. Why don't you trot your ass back down the street where it belongs? Uh, yeah, well, I, I and I never, and, and these are the same people that, you know, I will notice other stupid shit that they do. They cut, like, all these, um, um, like, bushes and stuff along the side of their property, and there is a field that is, that is adjacent to my property and is across the street from theirs. They take all their clippings and just throw them in the field. And I'm always like... I want so badly to catch them doing it one of these times. And I want to just drive down here with all of my lawn clippings and just dump them in their yard and be like, oh, I thought this is what we did. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you asshole. <laughs> you have that as much property pretty... as that person does, and yet you're fucking dumping your shit in their yard. <laughs> you should you should get an entire... Like, Truckload. Truckload. No, like an entire season's worth. Like branches and fucking leaves and grass yeah. clippings and, and dog shit and ever like the whole nine yards. I'm gonna Everything. get all of it. All and I'm gonna it. go and gather the shit that they put in there too. Cause I mean they have like this this humongous area in front of their house. Their property, literally their house sits like at one corner of it and the rest of it is probably a good uh, I'd say probably I don't know, like maybe four acres of property. It's not humongous, but they've got a lot of area. And, like, they choose to take the shit, not dump it in the area of their property that they don't even mow or anything like that. They take it to somebody else's property and throw it in there. And I'm like, man, one of these days, and my, my parents are always, in, and everything are always like, don't get involved in it, it's not your problem. And I'm like, I know, but I want so badly to teach them a lesson. I just want to take and dump all this shit and have them wonder who did it. You know, like, they come out and they can't pull out their driveway because there's a fucking massive pile of leaves yeah. and, like, grass clippings and tree branches and dog shit. Yeah, a big <laughs> fucking deadfall in the middle of their driveway. <laughs> yeah, right? You can get around it if you drive in the grass, fuckface. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm not gonna... Realistically, I'm not that ballsy that I'm gonna actually do that, but it always makes me chuckle to think about it. Yeah. You think about the stupid shit that I could do to be like, 
well, okay, the guy across the street never takes care of his trees and they keep falling. One of these times, I'm going to take all that stuff and I'm going to pile it up at the front of his driveway. Am I ever going to probably do it? No. Am I going to go and bitch them about it? Yeah, because I, I have to clean up their shit all the time. And it's falling in my yard, you know, but, eh. Such as, such as uh, fucking property and home ownership, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 What's the um, lesson we learned today? Don't deliver your neighbor's mail. <laughs> I've gotten weird remarks. To, I mean, not remarks, but I've gotten weird reactions to to delivering a person their mail. Like, like by like, yeah, this ended up on my porch by accident. They looked at me like, what are you? What are uh, yeah, you it's doing kind of yeah, like one of those things like, ah, oh, you trying to steal my mail? You know, it's a federal offense to touch somebody's mail. And I'll be like, not if it was in my box. You know, it would also be a federal offense for me to do is to bash you in the face with it. Now take your fucking mail. <laughs> and, yeah. And, 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 and just next time, you know what? I'm just going to boot it down the street. How about that? And then you can find it in the fucking street. Yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, fuck face. So, yeah, uh, I have never, I haven't gotten that guy's mail since then. But if I did, I would do exactly as he asked me to because he, you know, and I hope it's something that he was waiting for that was important and it had to get routed back to the post office, back to the main post office, resorted, resent out, and uh, and sent to his house and it got there late. Yeah, I hope it's like a jury duty or a summons or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I hope it's a fucking summons for something, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Vindictive Time with Tom and Mike. Or, or, or maybe, or maybe it's seeds for your fucking annuals, and you won't get that shit in the ground in time. That's Guess right. who's not having a hyacinth this year, motherfucker? You. <laughs> yeah. I feel. I feel like there's a little vicious undercurrent to this particular episode that ah, but I love it. It has feels been good. Brewing throughout, yeah, it's just very, very. It feels good to let it out, you know. Yeah, yeah. False claims, angry, uh, unappreciative mail delivery. I mean, this this was just. Whew, this is one of those episodes, man. I'll tell you what. Yeah. yeah. It's very it's cathartic though. I appreciated it. So I was thinking about uh, like doing a sketch comedy thing about uh, guys wanting to rob a medicinal marijuana truck mm. because obviously someone delivers huge amounts of marijuana to I mean how else would it get there? How, yeah, so you know obviously there's a truck out there and I'm thinking like. Well, that feels like a Grand Theft Auto mission in the making right there. It's like rob the fucking medicinal marijuana truck. You know what, Tom? I'm going to stop the... you right there for two reasons. One, I don't want you to be implicated when somebody does this in real life <laughs> because of your idea. And two, because we are out of time. That's going to have to be a story for another time. Thanks for listening to Storytime with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like I gave you your fucking mail, you unappreciated pricks! Have a question for us? You want us to talk about something on the show? Would you, dear listener, like to ask us a question? Send us an email at storytimewithtomandmike at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. 
And if you want to learn more about the show and get extras like links to the videos, sites, and other media, visit dembeans.biz. That's a dot biz because we mean business. Hell yeah.